You're listening to Life UPC Richmond Hills Audiocast. Lord, this morning, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go unto the house of the Lord. I was glad when I woke up this morning and I knew I was coming to church with like-minded saints of God here to just praise him, to worship him, to commune with him, to hear his word. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, praise God. Praise him. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, he is so good to us. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm going to be reading to you guys this morning from Psalms chapter 23 and 1 Chronicles chapter 4. I'm going to be opening up with these two scriptures, Psalms chapter 23, verse 3, and 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 10. If, If you have your Bibles with you. Go ahead and open up your Bibles and remain standing for the reading of the word if you're able. And if you don't have your Bibles with you, you let me tell you, you should. Amen. Praise God. I mean, you, you can even get it on your phone nowadays. But if you don't have your Bibles with you, Sister Shakira is going to bring it up on the. It, praise God. We might have you having some technical difficulties on it. All right. But that's okay. All right. Psalms chapter 23, verse 3. It reads, he restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Praise God. In First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 10, it says, And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed and enlarge my coast, and that thine hand might be with me, and that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me, and and God granted him that which he requested. Praise the Lord. I want to preach to you guys this morning that God, he wants to restore your soul and enlarge your territory today. I'm speaking to somebody today. Amen. He wants to restore your soul and enlarge your territory. Brother Conway, would you pray for us this morning? Lord God, we ask you right now that you come before us, Lord Jesus, that you touch us on this word that we're about to get from you today, God, that it speaks to our soul and our heart today, God. Bless us, Lord Jesus, and bless the man of God as he brings it before us, God. We ask you this in Jesus' name we pray. Everyone said amen. 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 Give the Lord one more hand clap of praise. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. And you may be seated. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. God wants to restore somebody today. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to somebody today. It may be just one person here today. It may be a few people. It may be it's just be somebody on, on Facebook watching us today. But I'm here to tell you, God wants to restore your soul and enlarge your territory today. Praise God. And I'm going <clears> to... <throat> use a little bit of my testimony today, and I know I use a little bit of it quite often, and sometimes I even share my whole testimony, but it's been a while, but I want to share a little bit of my testimony today because the Word of God tells us to, amen? The Word of God tells us to. It encourages us to 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 tell everybody what God has done for you, amen? <clears throat> Praise God, but I want to, I want to just tell you that some of you, most of you know already that I didn't grow up in the church, and And I wasn't always in the church, praise God, but that's okay. 
I didn't grow up in the church. I wasn't raised in the church, and I was a mess before I got in the church. And I'm talking about I was a mess. Amen. I was in the deepest, darkest place that I could be, in, in the depths of despair before I got into church. But I thank God for a wife who prayed me into the church. Amen. Praise God. I thank God for a wife who didn't give up on me and was praying for me. But those of you who, and there's a couple of people in here that knew me before I was in church. There's a few people. They know the place that I was in. I was in a place that was not good. I was in in a deep, dark, pit. I was bound. I was chained. I was addicted to drugs. I was I was just a mess. I was about to lose my family. I was about to lose everything. But God, amen. I had a wife who actually was raised in the church and and grew up in church, but she had backslidden, but she had got back into church. And let me tell you, I didn't even know she had was raised in the church when I and I was married to Sister Warner for Many years, because when I met her, she had already backslidden, and I didn't even know that she was raised in the church. But and and I don't remember how many. It's probably how many years were we married before you got back? About eighteen years, something like that. <clears throat> yeah, I I think uh, she had been. I hadn't been married to her for about eighteen years, and when I met her, she wasn't in the church anymore. She she had backslid. But we were married together for about 18 years before she got back into church. And she started going to church, and, and, I, and I noticed immediately a change in her. Immediately a change in her. But I didn't want to have nothing to do with it. I was like, hey, you know what? You can go to church, but I'm not going to church, okay? <clears throat> I don't believe in that mess, and I didn't. I, I didn't. I, you could come at me with all kinds of scripture and all kinds of things that God is doing for you and I would I would debunk it and use science and say God isn't real that was the person I was but she wanted to go to church and I said okay go to church you know hey if you want to go to church go to church and then she started taking my children my kids to church and I said that's okay you could take them to church too they need church but I don't that's how I was I didn't even believe in it <clears throat> But I thank God for a, a, a wife who didn't give up on me, who did not give up on me because I was in a bad place. Let me tell you, I was addicted to drugs and I, I did all kinds of mess that I shouldn't have been doing. I was I, I was sinning against God so much. And, and, and I was. But I tell you, I was see before I was content. I was happy in the sin that I was in. And I didn't want nothing to do with God. But I got to a point in my life where I could tell you, I can be honest with you guys, because this is my testimony. I was probably this close to losing my wife and my family, my children, everything. I was probably this close to losing my life. I probably didn't have much longer to live. Amen. And I thank God for a wife who prayed for me, who, who stood by me, and she stayed there for me. And she continued to pray for me. She would pray that God would deliver me, God would bring me to the church. And, and, and I kept telling her, you know, that's fine, y'all go to church. Don't, I don't want to have nothing to do with it. One day, I just out of the blue, I said, let's go to church. And I'm sure I stunned her. I'm like, let's go to church. Are you okay? Let me. But God was working on me. 
She was praying for me that whole time, and God was working on me. But I was in a bad place, but God delivered me from that place. I remember going to the church, and it was the church in Hinesville, and I remember going in there, and, 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 and everybody would just they were all so happy, so friendly. They showed me so much love. They cared about me. They genuinely cared and asked questions about me. Even though I was all scruffy looking, and I can tell you, I was on drugs when I went to church. Let me tell you, I was when I went into that place. And, and, but people just welcomed me with open arms. And, and, and that's how we've got to be in our church here today. Amen. We've got to welcome people with open arms, no matter what kind of mess they may be in. Don't judge. Amen. Praise God. <clears throat> if God can bring you out of the mess that you were in, he can bring them out of the mess that they're in. Amen. But I remember, I remember, yes. I remember back, I know Becky had she was in church when she, she had the Holy Ghost and everything, and she drifted out. Well, we came moved to Alabama, and she met him. I know it's God's, it was God's will. God knows what was going to happen in the past. But then on down the road, you know, she got married and everything, and then, and then during the time, that God was dealing with her. I've been praying and praying and praying for Josh and her. I never gave up. And then all of a sudden she called me one day. She said, Mama. She said, God, fill me with the Holy Ghost again. She said, I got in my closet. And she said, I talked, I start, all of a sudden, she said, I started talking in a heavenly language. And I said, Becky, I said, honey, I've been praying for you for a long time. I never gave up. And I thank God. I thank God for my children and Michelle and everything. I love you. Praise God. Thank God for for praying mothers, for praying wives, for praying husbands. I'm here to tell you, God, he hears our prayers. He not only hears our prayers, but he answers our prayers. Amen. You got to keep on praying for him. Those family members that you have, those friends that you have from the past and, and, and the people that you have in your lives right now, your co-workers, your friends, your family members, you keep praying for them. God honors it. God will answer your prayers. Praise God. He is a delivering God. But I'm here to tell you, thank God for praying wives and praying mothers, praying fathers. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Praise God. But God, he delivered me from the mess I was in. Amen. I remember the day that I got the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. I was up on this side, but it was at the other church. I was up on this side, and 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 and, and I believe that um, I believe that my my eldest son had just got the Holy Ghost that 
that following week or so, two weeks ago, it was at junior camp, or at, at not junior camp, but senior camp that he was at, and he got the Holy Ghost, and they were going to baptize him. And I remember that I was been praying, God, fill me with your spirit. Fill, I want what these people have. I need your Holy Spirit, Lord. Fill me, God. And I was praying that. I was praying that. And, and I remember uh, <clears throat> Bishop Crutchfield, my pastor, he came over, laid hands on me, and I started speaking in tongues, and God filled me with the Holy Spirit. He delivered me out of the mess that I was in because I was in a mess. I was in a bad place. But he filled me with this Holy Spirit. And I said, God, I don't want to ever do that stuff no more. Praise God. Praise God. And I stopped that mess I was in. But I'm here to tell you, God wants to not just deliver you. And I may be speaking to somebody today uh, about God wanting to deliver you from something that you've been. And maybe maybe he's already done delivered you from something before, but you went back to it. But I'm here to tell you, God wants to deliver you from it again. Amen. So I may be speaking to somebody about that today, but but maybe most maybe many of you here have already been delivered. And if you have, I'm tell, here to tell you, God wants to do more. He wants to do more than just deliver you. That's just the beginning of the process. He only he doesn't want to just deliver you from the mess, but he wants to restore your soul. He wants to enlarge your territories. Amen. Praise God. I'm going to read to you from. Psalms chapter 107, and, 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 and David said, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy it endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Remember I told you I'm going to share my testimony again today because God tells me to. I have been redeemed. He, have, he has delivered me out of the mess that I was in. And the word of God said, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. See, God delivered me from the hands of the enemy that day. He did. Because I was in a downward spiral. I'm here to tell you, I would have lost my family. I would have lost all my family, my wife, my children, everybody. And not only that, I probably would be not be here today. I, can, I can't say for certain, but I, I most likely wouldn't be alive today. Because I was in a downward spiral. I was addicted to drugs and all kinds of mess that I shouldn't have been in. It was a bad moment in my life. But God delivered me. He delivered me from the hands of the enemy. You go on and it says in verse 3. And he gathered them out of the lands from the east and the west and from the north and the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. I was wandering in the wilderness. I was wandering in my depths of despair and the mess that I was in, in solitary. It seemed like nobody, nobody was for me. It seemed like nobody cared. I was all by myself, and, and that was the enemy speaking to me. But you go on, and it, say, it says, and it says, they found no city to dwell in. I found no place. I found no comfort. And it doesn't matter what I went to, whether it was drugs or alcohol, relationships that I shouldn't have been in. It, it doesn't matter what it was. I found no peace, no comfort in them. But you go on, and it says in verse 5, hungry and thirsty. Their souls fainted in them. I was hungry and I was thirsty for something. I was searching for something. I didn't know what it was, but I was looking in all the wrong places for the stuff. 
And I was searching for something. I was searching for peace. I was searching for comfort. And it didn't lie in those places. It didn't lie in the spirit, in, in, in the bottom of a glass of spirits, but it lied in the spirit of the Holy Ghost. Amen. It didn't lie in the mess that I was in, but it lied in Jesus. Amen. It says, then they cried unto the Lord. You see, sometimes we have to be in that place. Sometimes, sometimes God allows us to be in that deepest and darkest despair because that's the place where we call upon his name, that we cry out to him. And it says, then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble. I'm here to tell you, I was in the deepest, darkest place that I could be. I was in trouble. And I cried out unto the Lord. God, fill me with your Holy Spirit. I'm tired of living the way that I once was living. I'm tired of living that way, God. I just want to live for you, God. I cried unto the Lord in my distress. And it says, and he delivered them out of distresses. Praise God. God wants to deliver somebody today. It may be somebody in this room. It may be somebody on Facebook Live. It doesn't, whatever it is, God's wanting to deliver you today. Oh, praise God. He is a delivering God. And it goes on and it says, and he led them forth by the right way, it says, and, and, and that they might go to the city of habitation. You see, once I decided that I wanted to live for God completely and I repented of my sins and God filled me with the Holy Spirit, I began to walk the right direction in the Lord. And I became a part of his church body, his bride that he's coming back soon for. I became a, that, a part of that church body. Amen. He, not, he didn't just deliver me, but he brought me into a place of habitation for him. And then it goes on. And it says in verse 8, oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness. I'm here to tell somebody today, I will not stop praising God for where he brought me from. He is so good to me. He has delivered me out of the deepest, darkest despair and brought me into his marvelous light unto his church body. And I will not stop praising him for where he brought me from. Glory, hallelujah. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for delivering me out of that mess, oh God. It says in verse 9, for he satisfieth the longing soul. See, I found what I was looking for. I see all that other mess. It could not, it, it, it couldn't heal me. It couldn't deliver me. It couldn't do nothing for me. I kept looking for the wrong, for, for the stuff. I kept looking to be filled with the wrong stuff. I finally found something that would fill me and it would take away my thirst. Amen. It would quench my thirst. Amen. It would not just quench my thirst, but it, it fed my hunger. Thank you, Jesus. And then it says that they might go into, wait a minute, I'm back up. And then it says, for he satisfied the longing soul and filleth the hungry soul with goodness. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for delivering me, God. 
God wants to deliver us, but he doesn't want to stop there. He wants to do more than just deliver you from the mess that you might be in. God wants to do more. I'm here to tell somebody, it tells us in 1 Peter chapter 2, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. There's a reason why you're here in this place today. There's a reason why you might be watching this on Facebook or whatever. It might be YouTube. I don't know. But there's a reason why. Because God has chosen you. He has chosen you for this time right now. He has chosen you to let you know he wants to deliver you and he wants to do more than just deliver you. But we are a chosen generation. We're a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who called you out of darkness and unto his marvelous light. I will show forth my praises unto God. Not only that, I will let the entire world know what God has done for me, that he has delivered me. He has healed me. Thank you, Jesus, which in time past were not a people. See, I wasn't a part of his chosen in the time past, but he brought me out of that darkness and into his marvelous light and brought me unto his church body, unto his people. I became adopted unto him. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. God wants to restore somebody today. He doesn't just want to deliver us. But he wants to restore your soul and enlarge your territory today. It tells us in Psalms <clears throat> chapter 1. Create unto me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. You see, when I got delivered, it didn't just stop there. That was just the beginning. God doesn't want to just deliver you. He wants to restore your soul to where he want, where it should be. Amen. And that's the next step. You got to continue to live for God and say, God, you delivered me from that mess. Oh, God. But now just restore my soul, Lord. Create in me a clean heart. I don't want to ever do that mess that I have been doing, God. I want to live for you completely. Renewing me a clean heart, God. Oh, God, renewing me a right spirit within me. Cast me not away, God, from thy presence and take not the, thy Holy Spirit from me, God. See, if you continue to dwell in the mess that you were in, he will take his Holy Spirit from you. It's not once saved, always saved like people always think. It's a process. You've got to continue to live for God, to serve God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Take not thy Holy Spirit from me, God. And then it goes on in verse 12. It says, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Restore unto me, O God, the joy of salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. Then, listen to this, then, you see, when God begins to restore you and work on you, only then, see, only then, when you're living right and you're living for God, only then will you, can you teach transgressor thy, their uh, God's ways. It says, then will I teach transgressors thy ways, and sinners shall be converted unto you. But you got to take care of you first. Amen. You got to take care of you first. You got to live for God. You got to love God. You got to seek God. You got to go before him and commune with him daily. You got to pray through the Holy Spirit. Praise God. And when you do that, 
God uses you to teach others. Amen. Not just not just verbally, but also in the way you live, the way you live. People see what you do. Amen. Then it goes on. It says. Deliver me from blood guiltiness. Oh, oh, God, thou God of my salvation and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. Remember, I said, God wants you to tell everybody about your testimony. He said, then I will sing loud of my of thy righteousness. Oh, Lord, open thy open thou my lips and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. I will praise him all the time, no matter what I'm going through. I'm going to continue to show forth my praises unto God. I'm here to to tell somebody today yes God wants to deliver you and yes God may have already delivered you from something but he doesn't want to stop there God wants to restore you today he wants to restore your soul but it doesn't stop there God doesn't want to just deliver you he doesn't want to just restore you it just keeps getting better and better he wants to enlarge your territory come on now thank you Jesus when I think about enlarging your territory, I think of <clears throat> Job and, 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 and how when God allowed the, the devil to intervene in his life, and the, the devil took a lot from Job. Remember, Job had everything. He had riches. He had thousands, like thousands of donkeys and um, cattle and lambs and all this stuff. He had land and he, he had children. He had a great family. He had a lot. And the devil took it from him. The devil stole a lot of stuff from him. Remember that? But when we continue and reread on and we see that his wife, she told him, just forsake God. And, 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 and his friends Remember his three friends, they, they, they kept telling him, you must have did something wrong. You, you, God's not happy with you. God, God has forsaken you, they kept telling him. They kept feeding him all these lies and stuff. But if we look in Job chapter 42, verse 10, it tells us, and the Lord turned the captivity of Job. He turned everything around. See, Job was in bondage, amen, just like I was in bondage. But God turned it around. He brought him. He delivered him. And it said when, but it didn't say he did it right away. Listen to this. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends, the same friends that told him God had forsaken him, and the same friends that were were cursing God. He said, it says he he. Turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Also, the Lord gave, listen to this, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. So the cattle he had, he gave him twice as much. The land that he had, he gave him twice as much. The family he had, he gave him twice as much. The money he had, he had maybe he had a thousand gold pieces, he gave him two thousand gold pieces. See, God not didn't God doesn't just deliver you. He doesn't just stop there. God doesn't just deliver you, but he restores you, and then he multiplies. Praise God. That's what kind of God we serve. And I'm here to tell somebody today, if it hadn't happened to you yet, you keep living for God, it's going to happen. This is what happened to me because I was in a mess. Remember, I was in the deepest, darkest depths of despair. I had a wife who prayed for me, and her mother prayed for her. 
Praise God. And God delivered me. Amen. Praise God. And God delivered me. He delivered me. But he didn't just stop there. He delivered me and he began to restore me. He restored my family. Remember I told you I was about to lose my whole family. My children, my wife, everybody. I would not have them today. But God restored my family. He restored my, my finances. He restored my health. He restored everything in my life. That's how God works. He just doesn't deliver you. He doesn't save you and say, okay, you're on your own. He doesn't do that. He helps to restore you. He restores us. And that's exactly what God did. He restored me. But he didn't stop there. Once he restored me, he began to enlarge my territory. He began to enlarge. I I began to minister his word. He began to enlarge my ministry. He began to enlarge my health. And and, and my health started being restored because I was in a bad way at that time. God is so good. He's got so much for us in this place. Tells us in First Chronicles chapter four, one of the opening scriptures. <clears throat> it doesn't tell us a lot about Jabez in the Bible. We don't know a lot about Jabez, but this we do know that Jabez prayed this. He called on the Lord God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou would bless me indeed and enlarge my coast, and that thine that thine hand might be with me and that thou wouldest keep me from evil that it may not grieve me and God granted him that which he requested that's my desire today some of us need to be delivered today God's here to deliver you from whatever it is some of us need restoration today I'm here to tell somebody God's here to restore you today But even if you've already been delivered and God has restored you, I'm here to tell you he wants to continue to enlarge your territory today. Praise God. That is my prayer for today. It tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, listen, in verse 9. But as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them who love him. For those of us who love him and seek him and follow after him, you can't contain the blessings that God has for you. But we've got to continue to live for God. 100% seek him and all of his ways. Praise God. Psalms chapter 23. Now listen to this. This verse right here, this scripture right here, Psalms chapter 23. Oftentimes it's used as just a prayer that people pray and and, uh, they just repeat it as a prayer. But what this is in Psalms chapter 3, this is a a declaration. It's a declaration by David. David said that the Lord is my shepherd. God is my shepherd. He directs me. He leads my ways. I follow him. He is my shepherd and I am his sheep. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. God provides for every single one of my needs. 
He's declaring this. This is not, this is not a request. This is a declaration. Now, he's saying, God is my shepherd, and I do not want for nothing because he provides for all of my needs. And then he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. When I'm tired and weary, he, he restores me. He leadeth me beside the still waters. It says, he restoreth my soul. He leadeth me into the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And it goes on, he said, yes, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. It doesn't matter what kind of mess that the world brings at me, that the enemy throws at me. I'm not going to fear it because God is with me. He will never leave me. He will never forsake me. He is my strength and my high tower. It says, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. I'm here to tell you, even those who come against you, they see the blessings of God upon you. He prepares a table in the presence of your enemies. Thank you, Jesus. It says, thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. My cup runneth over. God blesses us. He, we just got to continue to live for him and seek him in all of his ways. He will deliver us. He will restore us. And he will provide for all of our needs. And he will continue to bless us and bless us until our cup just runs over. Surely. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will listen to this. I will dwell in the house of the Lord. That's the key. That's the key. You've got to know and understand that God is good. You've got to know and understand that God delivers you. You've got to know and understand that God not only delivers you, but he wants to restore you. And he wants to bless you. He wants to bless you so much that your cup runneth over. And if you continue to remind yourself of that you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever amen yeah whenever we have church I'm gonna be there amen when it doesn't matter if we have a prayer meeting I'm gonna be there because I love God with all of my heart mind body and spirit and I know where he brought me from I know what he has done for me in my life and my family I'm gonna praise him I'm gonna honor him I'm gonna serve him and wherever he is that's where I want to be praise God Hallelujah. It's my prayer this morning, though. It's my prayer that those of you who need delivering, that God delivers you this morning. Those of you who need restoration, God restores you this morning. Those of you who are needing blessings, that he blesses you abundant. He, he, he just expands your territory today. I want to open up this altar this morning. I want to open up this altar and I want to invite you down to the altar if you're able. If you're not, you can make an altar right where you're at. It's okay. But let us go before the Lord and let that be our prayer this morning. God, restore me today. God, restore me to where you want me to be, God. God, bless me. Bless my family, oh Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. I want to open up this altar this morning. If somebody could play some prayer music. Oh, hallelujah. Some altar call music this morning. Glory to God. 
Oh, yes, Lord. I want to invite you down. Oh, lift up holy hands unto the Lord right now. God, deliver me from the mess, God. Lord, restore my soul today, God. Restore me, Lord, in the name of Jesus' glory. Hallelujah. Call upon that name this morning. Call upon that name. There is none other name under heaven given among men whereby be, which we must be saved. And there is power in that name. Thank you for listening to Life UPC Richmond Hills Audio Cast. <laughs>